Welcome to Ask Katie Sutherland. Thank you for joining us. I'm Pete Wright. I'm sitting here around the round table with new voices for Ask Cadence. I am so impressed. To my right, Connie Plowman, COO of Cadence. Connie, welcome. Thank you, Pete. It's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, it is a pleasure to have you. And uh, across from us here, John Patton, president of Cadence. John, uh, what's taking you so long? Well, happy to be here, <laughs> Pete. Uh, we've, uh, we've finally scheduled a session uh, between trips when I'm in the office. Uh, I've been, uh, since the first of the year, uh, uh, in two weeks and out two weeks to different parts of the world. Oh, I'll tell you, I don't know how you do the jet lag. Well, you do uh, what you, you do. You pay the price. You pay the price. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, let's see if we can get through some of these uh, guerrilla project, uh, project problems here, clear-headed uh, this morning. Uh, the first one comes off of a, uh, a seminar that you, you recently did, correct? Yes. Uh, um, I um, was um, in Europe and in an emergency situation had to step in and, and uh, give the last couple of days of a seminar for uh, a seminar leader who had come down with a flu. Okay, so, so here's the project problem, as I understand it, off of the problem card. And I'm gonna ask you to, to elaborate on the, mm -hmm. the problem and your, your uh, ideas to, to help solve it. From the card, I am completely stalled on scheduling. I depend on knowing delivery date of a critical piece of equipment ordered by my boss's boss. The equipment was ordered, but the vendor has not committed to a delivery date, and my boss's boss manages this vendor relationship. How do you manage up to get my schedule back on track? Uh, yes, Pete, uh, th this was written on the card, but it came to a head during the scheduling se uh, section of the seminar when the person said, you know, I just can't go ahead and, and ask people to schedule or get them in a room and schedule with them uh, with this going on. And, and, I, and I said, uh, well, uh, tell me about the, the organization. Is it pretty hierarchical? Uh, do you have access to your boss's boss? And she said, uh, project manager said, uh, yes, I can visit my boss's boss, but I can't go with empty hands. I just can't go and say, you gotta give me a date. And so we, uh, uh, I gave her some advice b before the scheduling activity uh, during class and uh, said that uh, the first thing we're going to do is in the initial scheduling session, uh, you're going to make an assumption about the delivery date uh, of that piece of equipment. Now in the, in the scheduling approach that we teach, we have the activity list, which shows the tasks and subtasks of the project, but we also create an assumptions column to the left of that activity list. And wherever there is uncertainty, we make an assumption so that we can continue with scheduling. So I asked her uh, to make an assumption about a date on which that equipment would arrive and that they would go through the scheduling activity with the members of the project team. As if the, the equipment was scheduled to arrive on that date. On confirmed. that particular date, yes. And then at, between the first round of scheduling and the second round of scheduling, to check out that date with other people in the company who had received uh, equipment or been dependent on equipment from that particular vendor. Is this amount of lead time reasonable? And to adjust that uh, as necessary. Uh, and then um, uh, to uh, schedule a visit uh, to her boss's boss and show him the assumption and the dependent tasks after the delivery of that equipment. But uh, since this was a hierarchical, level-conscious society and company, um, 
uh, not to ask him for a delivery date on the equipment and not to inform his uh, her executive uh, about his uh, obligation to follow up and make the, the delivery happen. And so then I waited about a month and, um, and called her up and, and said, how did it go? And she was just thrilled. Uh, she said that she'd followed my advice and had found out that after her visit to that executive, he'd called the vendor and stressed uh, the, um, uh, the delivery date of the project and the number of tasks that were uh, necessary after it and had gotten a commitment from the vendor and he called her back and, and told her the date uh, when the equipment will be delivered. Now th this activity, uh, Pete, really coincides with a foundation behavioral uh, principle in our seminars and that is support comes from understanding. She wasn't getting any support from that executive two levels above her because she had created no understanding about the project, the equipment, and how crucial it was. She went with something in her hand. She went with a schedule. She didn't throw the schedule on the desk. She said, here is a point in the schedule where the equipment is supposed to arrive. Notice that it's backed uh, with an assumption. Notice that there are subsequent tasks after this. And, and she showed him a drawing, not a list of tasks. So he could see very clearly uh, the subsequent tasks. So she created understanding on the part of that executive, and he was a sharp guy. You know, he took action afterwards now that he saw and understood how critical this equipment was for the project. Well, uh, it, 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 I'm, I'm really glad you, you elaborated there because it's not normal, uh, uh, normally part of the methodology to, um, uh, to recommend just putting an arbitrary date on a schedule. Well, uh, we've done it before uh, on uh, very critical projects, uh, even to the point when a contract was uh, under negotiation in one case, to assume that that contract would uh, uh, be signed by a certain date and the vendor could uh, supply people to the, the project team. Uh, sometimes you, you have to make assumptions to keep things going forward, however, when that happens, you must constantly be checking on that assumption to see if it's coming true. If it's coming true, then project will probably go as scheduled. If it's not coming true, we need to get closer, diagnose further, change the assumption if necessary, uh, take further action because uh, an assumption that's not coming true says uh, that the rest of the project that's based on that particular assumption uh, is, is bound to run into ser serious trouble. Well, that really shows the power of assumptions, right? Because it's, it's taking something that may appear arbitrary at first glance, but in this case, looks to me like a best practice of really creating a reality based on and building understanding based on an assumption you don't have control over. Well, also, Pete, in, in our um, education system, there are many people who have heard this saying, don't make assumptions. They always get you in trouble. And I'd like to modify that that says, we make assumptions to survive as human beings. When assumptions are not written down, we forget about them. If assumptions are written down, we have something to check up on, and assumptions are either false or true. And determining at some point in time, as we get closer and closer to real time in the project, that the assumption is either false or true, will trigger action or create confidence.
that is a uh, that is a great and very powerful lesson uh, that that really comes straight out of what Cadence offers. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that uh, gorilla project problem this week, John. Good to have you at the table, Connie. Thank you for being here. And uh, this has been Ask Cadence. We'll see you again next week. Thanks, Pete.